Hi, this is Kevin, and I'm here to help. Have you ever had God just confirm something in your life? I am so glad that you're here. Today we're going to talk about something fun, something encouraging. And But as I was upstairs today, typing out the my, my thoughts and my notes for this episode, my wife was downstairs having a conversation with a, a longtime friend of ours, someone that my wife and I basically view as, as our sister, and confirmed what we're going to talk about today. She actually told my wife and talked about the exact subject that we're going to talk about today. And I hope it's a help to you. I'm so glad that you've taken time. I'm recording this on President's Day. It's a Monday. I work for a school, so I had today off. And so today I'm just sitting in my office thinking about the Lord, writing some thoughts about what I want to talk to you about today. And I want to talk today about the thing you desire. The thing you desire. I think in a long, long time, I have not taken the opportunity to really talk about our heart's desire. And I really want to just kind of open up my own heart to you. And I have a, I have a, all the notes that I that I need to, to write this, but I may take some rabbit trails here and there. But I want to talk to you today about your desire, your heart's desire, and where you're at and where you're going, what you're working toward. And I hope it's a help to you. Before we get started, I just wanted to kind of give a little shout out to, if you have not rated the channel and you're a regular listener, even if you're not a regular listener, if you could rate the channel, write some, write a, a review, you know, five stars, Kevin's the best person ever, <laughs> it's very helpful, that sort of thing, and then share it on social media, just so we can get um, the channel out to more and more people and reach more and more people. But today I want to talk about your desire, that one thing you desire, and I want to, I want to show you a piece of my heart. We're going to look at the heart of King David, and then I want you to just take a moment and look into your own heart. So let's do that as we talk about that one thing I desire, that one thing I desire, and uh, see where we go to. There's a verse in the Psalms that I memorized as a uh, medium or middle teenager. I don't know, medium teenager? It'd be like 14, 15 years old. Psalm 27, 4 says this, One thing have I desired of the Lord that will I seek after that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. It's a very interesting picture that David is trying to paint here that we're going to get into. If we look in context, David was seeking to be in God's presence. He said, I want to be in the house of the Lord. He said, I want to see the beauty of the Lord. I want to be able to inquire in his temple. And that being his presence was that thing that David sought for. And if you look at the context of the whole psalm, he's talking about the reason for him wanting to be in God's presence is because the fruit and the benefit that comes the rest of the context of the psalm. But it gives a, a very good picture of the heart of David as he was writing this psalm down. Today I want to chat about that same theme that David was getting into. Today, my wife and I were talking where uh, I was able to have the day off of work because of the holiday, and we just spent the day, um, we slept in a little bit, we enjoyed our quiet times and journaling, and, and we all got ready, and me and her and my daughter went to uh, one town over, and we had some lunch, and we went to a couple shops that we wanted to go to, 
But as we were sitting in the restaurant having lunch, we started talking about our heart's desire for lives. It started out this morning during coffee, and we continued the conversation at lunchtime about this heart's desire for our lives, individually, as a couple, as a family, and as a ministry. I got to see into my wife's heart today, and it's the first time since Christopher's death that I really heard her speak in this manner. First time that she's had clarity in her life, um, and I'm not going to reveal that about that, but she was ready to reveal to me what was in her heart outside of the immense pain and struggle of our journey through grief. And it was such a joy to hear her reveal what her heart's desire was for herself and for us as a, as a married couple and as a family. I'm not going to reveal that right now. Um, that's something personal. Maybe later on um, down the road I can have her up for an interview and her and I can talk about that as I ask her some questions and let her tell you about that if that's the way she feels God leading. But one thing that has, has come into our light um, and come to light is that we really, really want to serve the Lord. We want something to come out of our lives. There's a, a common heart's desire that we have. Um, we were talking about um, for the longest time after Chris's death, we um, were coming on after Sunday afternoons and doing a little video chat about how we're doing. We started off as just being an update about how we're doing. That way friends and family could know how we were doing without having to have constant emails and texts. We just put it out in a short video on Sunday afternoon. But now that's going to t change. She's been writing some notes down and ideas, and we're going to start using that afternoon video chat to work toward um, how God is working in our lives and some things that she wants to take as far as a ministry. She's going to take the lead on that. So more about that later. You'll hear about that as we get closer. But let's go back to heart's desire. There's just something about when you have a desire that God puts in your heart. A book of uh, Proverbs says, Through desire a man having separated himself seeketh and intermeddled with all wisdom. There's something about when you get that internal desire that it drives you to do something. What what is it if you were to stop right now, if you were to hit the pause button on this on this episode and just stop and have a few moments of quiet and ask yourself and ask the Lord, what is my heart's desire? What is that thing that I'm desiring to do or to be or to have? I remember as a teenager, I was heavily involved with our sheriff's department with the search and rescue program. Many of us teenagers in high school and a few adults, we were very involved with that sheriff's department. And a few times, we were involved with search dogs and the canine units of the sheriff's department and different things that, that we were involved with, the searches and, and things that we had to do. But in being involved with the police dogs planted a seed in my heart to want to be a canine officer. It was my focus for actually for probably about a year, year and a half until I felt God pulling me toward pastoral ministry. It was something that I was desiring, I was working toward, I was doing the necessary things that I had to to get sponsorship, to go to the, I was going to go to the police academy, and that was going to be my heart's desire. That was what I wanted. Then come to find out I just wanted the German Shepherd, I think was all it was. But was that heart's desire? When God planted the seed in my heart about being a, a, a pastor, about going into full-time pastoral ministry, 
it planted a seed in my heart of I always just wanted to help people. Both of those career paths had a common desire and a goal. I wanted to help. I wanted to be a help for people. I wanted to be someone that was there for folks who needed me. It was that same continuing heart's desire that led me to start this podcast channel. Back when we were, we didn't have a lot of money, and it was just my laptop and and a online one of those you know plug and play USB microphones that sounded horribly. Of course, it doesn't really improve my voice having this, and but it's amazing how God led that through a desire. But I want to talk about that. What is your heart's desire? Do you have a heart's desire to be more, to be a help to others, to be something for the cause of Christ? A Sunday school teacher, a mentor, a witness, a servant, a giver, a helper, a, a worker in your community, a comforter, a, a just something that God could use. Do you have a heart's desire? If you don't have a heart's desire for doing something for the Lord, maybe that would be a great place to start. If you're a child of God, if you're a follower of, of the Lord Jesus, you should be seeking somehow, some way to do something with your life for God. You should have a dream, a goal, a desire, something you're working toward. Even, even if that is just being a servant at your local church, being a friend to someone who's hurting, being a witness to those in your life, being a giver of hope and help. Over the last few episodes on the ch this channel, we've been talking about striving for a place or a position of mastery in our lives. Getting to a point in our lives that we have some victory, some temper, and some strength in, in, in different areas of our life. Whether it be physical, mental, emotional, spiritual. Seeking to reach a level of mastery that actually means something, that actually accomplishes something. This goes right along with that same intent, that same heart set, that same mindset. If we have nothing to shoot for, guess what we're going to do? We're going to hit it every time. If we aren't actively seeking to do more, to do better, to gain strength, to gain victory in areas of our life, we will accomplish nothing. We will just be sitting and existing. I was just talking to my wife. She was telling me about that phone conversation I, I mentioned earlier. And she said, you know, I just... It just seems like the last few years when, when we, we had to resign the church in Michigan due to multiple reasons, and we came back to Maine, and then um, we, we just struggled with Chris, and then Chris died, and it just seems that, that the last nine or ten years of our, our lives have just been existing. We haven't been shooting for anything. If we look back at David's life, David sought after one thing. He said, I want to be in God's presence. I want to be in that place where, I, where I'm in his presence. He said, I want to dwell in the house of the Lord. I want to behold the beauty of the Lord. I want to inquire in his temple. You realize that was the whole purpose of the tabernacle and temple worship uh, ceremonies and rituals. It was to do what was necessary so the Jews could come close to God. That was the picture of the tabernacle and temple worship. We have that same ability through Jesus. But David said that this thing that he was desiring, that, that, that heart's desire, that thing he was seeking after was so he could take the necessary steps to be in the presence of God, to seek after him, to be close to him, to inquire of the Lord in the temple of God. And there was steps that they had to do, ceremonial steps of cleanliness and, and offering and, and, and cleansing that they had to do in order to be close to God. And, and, and he said in Psalm 27, he said, 
said, that's the one thing I'm seeking after, that no matter what happens in my life, I'm going to seek to be in the presence of God. And there were some times in his life through failure that David had to go back and had to hit the reset switch because he said, <laughs> because that's what he wanted. He kept coming back to that place, even after um, the, the Bathsheba and Uriah thing, even after numbering the people. There was multiple incidents in David's life where you could see him have to hit the reset button. Why? Because that's what he wanted to do was be back in the presence of God. And he did what was necessary to be where he needed to be. What are you seeking after in your life? What is your heart's desire? What are you actively working at, that, that thing that you feel God drawn you toward to, in, in, in a life for him, in a life for others, in a life for eternity? I was just talking to Micah, and she said, she says, I just want my life to matter for eternity. I just want what we do with the last 20, 30, 40 years of our life to matter for eternity. What's your heart's desire? Let me just give you some thoughts that, that have hit my, my, my brain and my heart and see if I can help. First of all, we've got to get to the point where we ask God to direct our hearts to desire something for him. I'll give you a, a testimony, an example. Over the last few months, I've been really seeking to, to really renew, to reestablish, to revitalize my prayer life. Just because I, I wanted the presence of God, I want God close, I want his, his presence and his leadership and his power, and just to know that God is active in my life, that he is there, that he's real, that he's touchable, that when I pray, he hears, that when I reach out for him, when I cry out to him, when I ask him, when I talk to him, that I know that he's there. Just like David said, I, I'm desiring to be in the presence of God. I want to be in his temple. I want to be in his presence. I want to be able to inquire from him. And it's amazing over the last few months, God has brought help in, in, in that area of my life through books, through counsel, through friends, through Bible reading, through, through my own prayer life. God's starting to revitalize and reinvigorate and bring back to life that prayer life that was, that was really... Um, beat to death over the last few years of struggle and pain and grief. You've got to get to the point where you ask God to direct your heart to desire something for him. Something for him. Something to work toward. Something to drive after. Something to seek after with your whole heart. And when that desire comes, you've got to seek God's help in going after it. That means you don't be foolish that you come home from work and say, hey, honey, guess what? I just quit my job and put our house in the market. We're going to South America to be a missionary. <laughs> if God's called you to missionary, that's great. That's wonderful. But be wise about it. Seek counsel. Do it right. If God calls you, wonderful. But just do it wisely, especially if you have a family. <laughs> But do something with your life. When that desire comes, now come to God and say, okay, God, how are we going to seek out that thing that you've put in my heart? Let the desire plant a seed of action and hope. Do you remember Proverbs chapter 13, verse 12? It says, hope deferred makes the heart sick. But when the desire comes, that's going to be a tree of life. 
let that desire that God puts in your heart become a tree of life, a, a catalyst for, for movement by, by trying to accomplish something for him. Let that desire become that seed of hope of, of fulfilling something God's called you to do. If you have a family, involve them in it. Over my last over 25 years of pastoral ministry, we've always done it as a family. It's not just a Kevin thing. I've always made sure my wife and my kids were on board. There have been times when through struggles like uh, the move back from Michigan back to Maine, um, we, we, we changed churches uh, where we were serving uh, about five, six years ago. And over, and, but it was a family decision. It was a family thing. What we're doing for the Lord is a family thing. But work towards something. If I could just simply ask that question, what's your heart's desire? I think over the next few minutes or the next few hours or the next few days, I think it would be wise for us just to stop, to be still, to get in touch with God, and say, God, what's my heart's desire? Is it right? Is it you? And when you have God plant a seed of desire, of calling, of purpose, of hope, then do what's necessary to fulfill it. Do what is necessary to, to bring to, to fruition the thing that God has called you to do. Seek some counsel. Make wise decisions. Take the next step forward. Do what's necessary. I was just talking to my wife about um, some training that I want to take to to increase um, my my ability to help people. It's a counseling thing. It'll help both at my job and something my I'm a, I do at work, and then and then also in our pastoral ministry. And and so I'm I'm starting that out in just a, a short amount of time. But take steps toward that. What's your heart's desire today? Do you have one? Are you just existing? Are you just going through the motions of life, just existing? I think just a, a year or two ago, Matt West dropped a, a song about just going through the motions. Boy, I've been there, that song, and maybe God gave him that song for me. I don't know. Are you just going through the motions of life, or is there a desire where you could be like King David and says, one thing have I desired of the Lord. And that's the thing I'm going to seek after. Are you seeking after it? Do you have a dream, a goal, a desire? Something you feel God pulling you toward? What is it? If you don't have it, ask God for one. If you have one, do what's necessary to, to fulfill it. One thing have I desired of the Lord that will I seek after. And I'll dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. To behold the beauty of the Lord. To inquire in his temple. What are you desiring of God right now? That's all I have for notes. Now it's up to me and you to actually put it into action. What's your desire?
What's what's God working on or moving in your life? What's he doing? Let's get a desire. Make sure it's God-based. Not just, I want to be a millionaire. <laughs> That'd be cool. Oh, can you imagine being a millionaire and just be able to invest thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars in the ministry? That'd be a blast. But are you seeking after something for God? For your life? For your family? For your church? For eternity? For others? For the lost? For the hopeless? For the hurting? What's your desire? I have a dear friend. We talk every week. And one thing that we've been talking about, there's an area in our lives that we're sharing that, that we have this desire to, to seek after in our lives. And we've been encouraging ourselves back and forth about this, this thing in our lives. And we've been working on this together for the last, or in my life, at least a couple of months. It was not the prayer thing. It's something else. But it's a desire for the Lord, for eternity, for relationship, for hope, for presence. What desire do you have today? Healing? Help? Presence? Joy? Rebuilding your strength? Victory over your fears. God's presence in your life. A calling. A purpose. Ministry, maybe. What's the desire? Once you have that desire, let it be a tree of life in your life. Let it be a, a seed of hope and strength and purpose and calling. One thing have I desired of the Lord, and that will I seek after. That is what I'm going to seek after. I want to hear from you. If you need me to pray for you, if you need me to counsel with you, help you, be your friend, you want to talk about something, reach out. I'm here to help ministry at Gmail. If you need to talk to a lady, my wife is available love to hear from you. I love to hear what your desire is. I love to hear how God's working in your life. I love to hear what your hope is. What are you seeking? What's your desire? What's your hope? What's your calling? Let's work toward it together. I hope this is a help. Reach out to, you, to us if you need email, Facebook, jot email, I'll give you my cell phone, we can talk. I'd love to hear from you. Let's have a great week. Let's seek the Lord. Let's seek that desire that he's put in our hearts. Let's seek after a dream, a goal, a desire, a hope. And let's grow. Let's be more for him. Let's make our lives count for eternity. I love you. Reach out if you need to. We'll talk to you again soon.